I want you to do me a favor. Close your eyes and think about the last time you were completely in the moment. And I don't mean just living in the moment where, oh, I noticed this, so I'm here. I mean completely in the moment, not thinking about the next moment, not worrying about the future, and not considering the past, but completely in the present. We often experience moments like these when we are experiencing extreme emotions. If you're an athlete, I'm sure one of your memories was associated with winning um, a championship game or accomplishing an amazing feat in whatever sport it is that you play. If you're an artist or if you are in the arts, I'm sure many of your moments that where you were completely in the moment can be found when you were writing or when you were drawing or when you were practicing or exercising your art. If you happen to be someone who is highly intellectual or someone who was a deep thinker, you might find that you were completely in the moment when reading a book or pondering a question or a thought having to do with the universe or something deep and philosophical. My examples could go on, but I just want you to really think about a time where you were completely in the moment with something. About a time where you were not thinking about anything else. Perhaps you were with someone you love, perhaps you were doing something you love, perhaps you were extremely angry, perhaps you were extremely overjoyed. If you were truly in the moment, then I have no doubt that whatever memory you recollected, you are remembering with extreme clarity, as I found that oftentimes, moments where we are completely present, we have no trouble remembering. We can remember it as if it happened yesterday, and oftentimes when we close our eyes, we can see it or feel it happening right in front of us. Now, the reason I ask you to remember and recall is because I find this phenomenon interesting, where it's almost as if we seldom live in the moment and we're always living a couple seconds or sometimes a couple minutes into the future. It's as if every moment for us is lived in anticipation of the next one instead of appreciation of the current one. Everything that we are going through is experienced in anticipation of the next thing instead of appreciation of the current thing, good or bad. It's almost as if the moment is just never good enough, and the only time that it is good enough, the only time that it is worth remembering, is when we experience an extremely strong emotion in that moment. If you are in a committed relationship, then I'm sure you can remember the first time you kissed your loved one, or the first time you went on a date. Or if you're married, then the first time, hopefully, the only time they proposed to you. I'm sure you remember that moment like it was yesterday because in the moment you were completely present, not thinking about anything else. You were not worrying about tomorrow, not worrying about where you were going to eat, not worrying about how you're going to get home. All you were thinking about was the moment. I find this experience interesting because over the past couple of weeks, I've experienced many different emotions and feelings and thoughts and sensations. And... I found myself more than ever really living in the moment. It's quite interesting how certain situations can put life into perspective in the blink of an eye and how certain situations can reveal things to you that were always there but that you never really seemed to realize. For example, loss. Loss reveals two things and having been on both sides of loss, I feel like I can talk on each one individually and with moderate experience. There's two types of loss. There's the first type of loss, which was the first type of loss that I felt, when you lose something or someone for a short amount of time and you realize that it doesn't really have much of an effect on you. 
you realize that the person or the thing that you misplaced never really added much to your life and you're honestly better off without it. You don't really need it, you don't really want it, and its absence doesn't affect you much. But then there's the second type of loss. This loss or misplacement of a person or thing usually reveals to you how much you really cared about this person or thing, how much you desired it, and how much it really does mean to you. It's moments and experiences like these, like loss, that really reveal to you things that were there all along but that you just didn't see or couldn't see because you were never truly in the moment. Life is lived by most people in a rush to arrive somewhere. We apply for a job and our primary focus becomes getting a promotion. After we get a promotion, our primary focus becomes being recognized by our peers. After we've been recognized by our peers, our primary focus becomes being recognized by a manager. We get into a new relationship and suddenly our primary focus becomes taking the relationship to the next level. After we take the relationship to the next level, our primary focus becomes where do I want this relationship to go and how do I get it there? After you get your relationship there, your primary focus becomes, okay, what do I want out of this relationship? When it comes to sports or really anything that we're working towards, I found that oftentimes we, we, we focus and we build our framework around how do I move this forward? How do I get where I'm trying to go instead of how do I appreciate what I have now? It's very easy to appreciate what you have now when what you have now is good. It's very easy to appreciate what you have in the moment when what you have in the moment isn't that bad. It's very easy to like where you are when where you are is likable. But what about when where you are is less than perfect? What about when you're at a place that's excruciatingly painful? What about when you're at a place that drives you to your knees in prayer? A place that demands everything from you and a place that for some people may make them question their desire to keep going. What about then? How do you live in moments that are so painful and are so excruciatingly difficult that sometimes it doesn't seem that you can go on? Now I'm gonna tell you a secret. It's something that most people know, but very few people do realize this in their lifetime. Nothing lasts forever. And that applies to the good and the bad. A lot of times in our situations, because we're in the moment, we're in the midst of things, we're in the midst of things rather, we think that it's going to last for eternity and we can't possibly see how things are gonna change, much less improve. We can't possibly fathom how things are going to work out. We can't fathom it because we don't understand it because we can't see past the moment. We can't see past our pain. And so as a result, a lot of us develop different coping styles to deal with our pain. Some of us avoid. We do everything we can to avoid addressing and facing that pain, whether that's by helping other people, whether that's by keeping ourselves busy, whether that's by distracting ourselves, we do anything we can to avoid experiencing the pain. And we hope that eventually the pain is just going to go away and we won't have to deal with it. Another coping style that I've witnessed is ignorance. Now, ignorance is very similar to avoidance, except the primary difference is that in avoiding, we shape our lives around it. We avoid it. We go around it. In ignoring, we pretend as if it doesn't exist and we go right over it. It's almost as if trying to cover up a gushing wound with a band-aid. 
instead of giving it the bandage, the attention it needs, instead of cleaning it and providing stitches, you just slap on a band-aid, cover it up, and hope that eventually it's going to heal and go away. The third unhealthy coping style that I'm going to talk about in this episode is consume. We let whatever the situation is consume us. We give in to our grief, to our despair, to our sadness, and we tell ourselves that there is absolutely no hope, there is nothing we can do, and we give up. Now, first of all, if you're going through something and can relate or have gone through something, I want to emphasize that it is perfectly okay if you find yourself in a season where you're dealing with one of these three coping styles or where you find yourself giving into them. We're human. We struggle. We're not perfect. It's okay. Even I myself have found myself have found myself in instances where when faced with seemingly insurmountable situations, I revert to one of the three avoiding, ignoring, or letting the situation consume me. And while I'm happy to say that that doesn't happen to me often, as I'm generally the type of person to face and confront my issues, I will admit that it has happened more often than I would like to say. However, I have found that it's often in these moments that we are least living in the moment, and understandably so. When something is painful, when you don't want to experience something, you do everything you can to get past it, to put it behind you, to ignore it, to get through it and get over it, and do everything you can to not be in the moment and not experience it. But what if I told you that the best way to overcome your struggles, the best way to get through painful situations, was to live in them, was to embrace them, was to accept them for what they are, and instead of trying to change them, allowing them to change you. Now at first, that may not sound good, and I want to clarify, I do not think we should allow every situation that we find ourselves in to change us, because if we let every situation that we find ourselves in to change us, then we wouldn't, some of us wouldn't be the most savory of human beings. And I do think there is something to be said about the resilience that people hold and not letting every single thing that they go through change them for better or for worse. What I do want to emphasize, however, is that in many cases, when we find ourselves in less than favorable situations, it's far easier to accept the situation and allow it to enable us to grow and move forward instead of resisting or instead of struggling against whatever it is that we're going through. In a previous podcast episode, I discussed the difference between pain and suffering, and I talked about how pain is something that we can't control. It's something that happens to us, whether self-inflicted or non-self-inflicted. Suffering is something that we can control, and oftentimes when we suffer, it's a choice. It's something that we bring on ourselves as a result of refusing to adapt and accept the situation that we're in. Now, generally, if you listen to my podcast, you'll know that I'm a Christian. And as a Christian, I believe personally that Whenever faced with difficult situations, the best option and solution is to always pray. However, sometimes I tend to stay away from using prayer as a one, um, as a general solution to everything because I understand that as people, we need practical solutions to our problems. Not everyone knows how to pray and not everyone, if I'm being honest, has a relationship with God to the point where they feel like they can pray. But if I'm being completely honest, when you find yourself in situations where things get too difficult to stand, just kneel and pray. Even if you feel like God's not hearing you, even if you feel completely stupid and idiotic in whatever it is that you're doing, just give God a chance. Just pray. 
Now, how you pray is also very important because I found that a lot of times we pray for things that we don't really want. For example, we'll say, God, let your will be done. When really God's will is not what we want, we know what we want, so pray for that. I found that a very effective prayer that works is praying for God to give us what to want. Praying for God to give us the desires of his heart. So that way, the things that we pray for are in line with what God wants for us. And if God wants to give us the things that we want, which are a reflection of what he wants, then we're walking in his will, and all we have to do is trust and have faith in him. In my personal journey, I found prayer to be a revelatory experience. Now, I'm not going to lie. I am not the most devout Christian. I am not the Christian who can quote to you half the Bible, nor am I the Christian who can preach a sermon on a whim. That just is not me. But I will say that when it comes to my personal relationship with God, I am very, very passionate. In my personal journey, I've discovered something momentous, and it's something that I feel compelled to share because it's just that big of a deal to me. I've been through a lot, as we all have. We've all been hurt, and we've all hurt people, as unfortunate as it is to say, that is the nature of the human experience. And a lot of times, in those instances of pain that we are experiencing, or in those instances of pain that we are experiencing as a result of the pain that we've caused other people, our first knee-jerk reaction is to move past it, to pretend like it didn't happen, and to try and wish everything away. But what I've come to learn is that we can't do that. As much as we want to, we can't ignore the things that we've done. We can't ignore the things that are going on to us or the things that are happening to us, rather. Sometimes the only way out is through. And the only way through is by facing your problems. Now, it is a simple truth. Unfortunately, some people just are stronger and more resilient than others. Some people have a much larger capacity to face hardships and difficulties than other people do. And that's okay. We can all face our problems. We can all get through our difficulties in our own time. Just as long as you have the courage to stand up to whatever you're going through, look it in the eye and acknowledge it and try and overcome it, you're doing okay. You're doing okay. Eventually you will make it because like I said, nothing lasts forever. However, in my journey, I found myself asking quite often, I know this is not gonna last forever, I know that there is a, another side to this, there is the other side to this, but how do I get through to there? How do I deal with being in the valley and knowing that the mountaintop is on the other side? But how do I deal with this, this difficult time? And I realized something while I was reflecting upon all of this. I realized that eventually I would reach the other side of this, eventually I would overcome this, and I would forget everything that I went through to get there. I would forget all the pain. I would forget all the heartache. I would forget all the lessons learned. I would forget everything that shaped and molded me into the person that I became on the other side of this. I realized that if I rushed through this, then I wouldn't learn anything. I wouldn't grow as a human being. I wouldn't be better because of it. I'd only be different and different doesn't necessarily equal better. So what I did was I began to chronicle everything. I wrote things down, I recorded my thoughts, I prayed daily, 
I talked to people. I continually kept account of what I was feeling, what I was thinking, and where I was mentally as well as emotionally in hopes that when I do get on the other side of this, when God does answer my prayer and when he does deliver me, I'll be able to look back and remember where I was and where he brought me from. One of the biggest faults that we as humans have is that we forget all too often so easily what we've been through. We forget how far we've come and what it took to get to where we are. And I'm realizing that, especially on this journey, I don't think I want to. It's really incredible how terrible things can happen to us, but as a result, we can become better for them. And while we're not glad that those things happened, we're happy that we allowed those circumstances to reveal to us and to enable us to grow. And like I said, reveal to us things that we didn't know prior. So conclusively speaking, what is the point of this episode? What do I want to say to you, listener? What I want to say is that if you're in a period of suffering and hardship, suffer. If you're in a period of waiting, wait. If you're in a period of sadness, allow yourself to be sad. And if you're in a period of fear, then allow yourself to be afraid. Instead of running away or ignoring or letting your emotions overwhelm you, embrace them. Allow them to teach you something new about yourself that you never knew. Look past what you're feeling and look into why you feel that way. Look into what these feelings mean. Look into what caused this in the first place. Look deeper. I've learned that in the moment, it's very difficult for someone to hear something like this and accept what I'm saying as truth or even as, even as reason. So if you want, I invite you to save this episode, send it to yourself, do what you will and listen to it at a time when you're less emotional. Listen to it at a time when perhaps you're on the other side of whatever it is that you're going through. Maybe send it to someone who needs to hear it. But whatever it is that you are going through, understand that it won't last forever and try and keep in mind that there always is light on the other end of the tunnel. As long as you trust God, and as long as you live in the moment, especially when those moments are painful ones and scary ones, you'll get through it. I can't promise you that you're gonna get through it exactly the way you want to. And I certainly can't promise you that things are gonna turn out exactly the way you wish they would. But what I can say is, eventually you're gonna look back and you're gonna be better because of it. God's grace is sufficient, I will say that, and God can and does work miracles. There's no doubt about that. And if you believe, if you ask God, if you pray and if you give him what to want, if you pray for him to give you what to want, and you petition him every day, then I have no doubt that God can and will perform a miracle in your life. I've seen it happen, and it's happening in mine. I just think it's very important to remember that no matter what you are going through, there is light at the end of the tunnel and your pain, your suffering, your discouragement, your fear, your anger, your heartbreak, it won't last forever. Life ultimately is a risk. We take risks in everything we do. We open ourselves up to be loved, hoping that the love will be returned. 
we put ourselves out there and market our skills, hoping that someone will appreciate them and realize them. We try something new and hope that it will work out. But at the end of the day, there really is no guarantee that it will. And if it doesn't the first time, then try again. I mean, who knows, right? You may learn from your mistakes. You may grow and it may work out. Now, I do believe that there is a time when you do have to cut your losses, when you do have to move on and accept that something just isn't going to work out. But I do also think that there's something to be said about knowing what you want and going for it. Regret. Regret is a painful thing, ladies and gentlemen. Regret is something that will keep you up at night. Regret is something that will keep you from living in the past. And I promise you, there is nothing more sabotaging to progress than living in the past. So don't have regrets. Even if you fail, even if it doesn't turn out the way that you wanted it to, at least you can say that you tried. At least you can say that you gave yourself or you gave someone else or something else a chance. Whether it's initially or to try again, don't have regrets. Know what you want and go after it because life is too short to do anything otherwise. Life is moving so quickly and a lot of us don't realize this, but the opportunities that we have, the things that we've been given, they're so rare. It's like I said at the beginning of this episode, sometimes it's not until you lose something or you misplace it for a little bit that you realize how valuable and precious it is. And just because you've lost and misplaced something doesn't mean that there's no hope in finding it again. Doesn't mean that there's no hope in fixing it or getting it to where it once was or maybe even better. But again, that's all up to you. Each of us are going through our own individual circumstances. Each of our lives look incredibly and vastly different. I don't know who needs to hear this, but just remember, if you embrace every moment, whether good or bad, things will happen just the way they're supposed to. If you trust God and trust his will and move in according to him, things will happen just the way they're supposed to. You may not be able to see it now. You may not be able to see it in the moment. But one day you'll look back and you'll be grateful for the way things happen. Just make sure that you don't forget what you learned through the journey. And make sure that you don't take the journey for granted. You can't experience the same thing twice. And sometimes life will only give you one opportunity to learn a lesson. Take advantage of it. Because there's nothing worse than getting a second chance and blowing it because you didn't use the period of waiting, the period of pain to grow. So thank you for listening to Black at Square One. And I hope that whatever you're going through, you choose to use it to grow and move you forward in life instead of holding you back. Don't be afraid. Trust God. Remember to pray. And above all, remember that nothing lasts forever. Be blessed.